0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. There is an organization out there that does so much great work in terms of being holistic and getting away from traditional medicine and all those things that really may not support and the organization is called freeandhealthychildren.org. Kate Birch is back with us, and we've been talking about this organization in the last couple of weeks. Welcome back. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Steve. I'm doing great.
0: It's good to have you here. And on the website, there's a section for parents to start their journey within the site, within the organization. And we've talked uh, about immunization and a lot of other topics. Today, we're going to talk about healthy sexuality uh, when it relates to um, children in general um, and teens. And there's, there's a lot that we need to dig into today, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where do we start with that?
1: Where do we start? So, you know, going back to some of the things that we've talked about is sort of a breakdown in the health of humanity on many different levels. Um, in the practice of homeopathy, there's two main forms of disease, if you could say. One is acute disease, and that's where the infectious disease realm is, and then the other is chronic disease. And at the basis of homeopathic understanding is that when an acute disease is not fully resolved, it can result in a state of chronic disease. Means that if it's not all the way resolved, it will tend towards the development of these other chronic illnesses. So I can put that in the context of long haul COVID. Um, you know, people who were exposed to COVID and they maybe got acute disease, but months go by and they're still not well. Mm. And um, within the philosophy and practical and clinical application of homeopathy. So Samuel Hahnemann is the founder. He noticed that he saw these patterns happening in the 1800s. What is it when somebody doesn't get over an acute disease? And he started making groupings of symptom presentations in the chronic state of that acute disease. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. And what you're saying is so on target and I hear it over and over again from people, even though we think we're out of COVID, people are still getting COVID. Uh uh-huh. my, my son had it two weeks ago and uh-huh. it was actually make it three. It was over and done and then symptoms came back, didn't test as COVID the second time. But nope. there is it's it's lasting. There's the other cases where a year later, people are still dealing with situations that uh, were brought on by COVID. And I'm sure you hear about that a lot.
1: Yep. And so what this is demonstrating is a phenomenon of is if the system is very vital, it will produce a sufficient immunological response and will overcome the disease and the disease will go away. If there is a quality in that vital force, and we would call that, a pre-existing miasmatic condition, but it basically it's a pre-existing weakness, if you could say, that the system hasn't fully resolved that acute disease. And that's something that is a quality that can be built up with homeopathy. We call it an aspect of the vital force. So if you got a cold and it settles into your lungs, and then develops into pneumonia, and then sometimes if you had pneumonia once, if you have antibiotics, then maybe the acute symptoms will go away. But for every time you get a cold, you get the same weakness in the chest that you got, Hmm. or um, it's like the body doesn't have the vitality to completely push the disease out.
0: Wow. So you're, you're saying that every time, let's say, example, you get a cold, you're, it's almost like you're going right back there again to where that's, you were.
1: That's if your system is collapsed, right. if there's a weakness there. Like most, a healthy person, they will get sick, they'll have a fever, they'll cough, you know, and do all those things, and then they'll get better in the week or two after that, right? And then they're back to their regular life, they're back to work. But there are some people they'll have an acute disease and then that disease, if you could say malingers, they don't get all the way better and it sort of sets a mark against their health and every time they're worn out, some of those old symptoms come back or things like that.
0: Wow. A lot of this stuff we don't know, you know, when, mm-hmm. it, when it comes to, you know, chronic situations and... What would, you know, final question, and then we'll move in other directions here, but what would cause that? Is What would compromise your system?
1: Yeah, so um, this gets into, I mean, in homeopathy school, you'll spend a whole two years studying chronic disease, like how it is that it comes about. But I can tell you this, and this sort of is a jumping-off point for getting into understanding these two programs that we have, which is the Healthy pregnancy, and fetal development, and the other one is healthy sexuality and pre-procreation. So, what we're seeing in humanity now is, um, you know, increase in miscarriage rates, increase in non-viability of fetuses, increase in, infer- in infertility, like women aren't able to conceive or men have low sperm count. So, there's something, that a phenomenon that's happening in humanity that has tax star system, and some of it is through toxicological issues, and we've talked about that, but there's a group of what are called miasms that date all the way back until Samuel Hahnemann's time in the early 1800s, and they predate. He just identified them, and these are miasms of acute sexually transmitted disease that when the acute disease doesn't resolve, it leads into chronic states of health. So I'm going to talk about two of these diseases, and then that's going to put a little bit of context for what I'm talking about. So the first disease is syphilis, and the second disease is gonorrhea. Nobody really talks about these diseases these days, or you know, because they're private and they're sexually, you know, sure. it's like they're exposing oh my goodness. But I'll just tell you, so gonorrhea is the main acute symptomatology is um, a kind of discharge, either out the urethra or vaginal discharge, and it's an irritation in the genital area. So there's also can provoke like hypersexuality, which in terms of diseases, gonorrhea is probably the most successful disease on the planet because it never kills its host. It makes them hypersexual, which makes them spread the disease to the next person.
0: When you say hypersexual, how do you define that?
1: Hypersexual means um, multiple sex partners, means that you there's always a, like, sexuality is on the mind. Um, it can go, like... Uh, beyond into some places where we would say are, you know, taboo in society, if you can say, but it can go into sex addictions, pornography.
0: And that, um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated here. Never heard this. And, you know, these have been, yeah. the, these two diseases have been around since the, the beginning of people, man, woman.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So you're saying it could potentially cause increased activity when you have the disease
1: when you have the disease. And so there's what's called the primary effects and then the secondary and tertiary effects. So primary effects is this acute disease manifestation, but even if you have antibiotics, it can go into the secondary or tertiary, and secondary effects are going to be um, enlarged prostate, uh, endometriosis, very heavy menstrual cycles, dysregular hormones, and then... With, that's with gonorrhea, and then it can go into arthritic and cardiovascular disease. And so these groupings of symptoms, we put them in what's called um, this gonorrhea. The miasm is called psychosis, it's, um, S-Y-C-O, not a P, but it's this miasm has this whole grouping. So if you have anybody that has any kind of yellow-green discharge, or systemic inflammation, or particularly diseases of the genitourinary tract, or cardiovascular, or rheumatoid, these are classified as psychotic disease. And these are the chronic state of the acute.
0: Wow. If you're at that point, I would have to believe you know you have something, correct? Well,
1: at that point, you don't know that you have it. And the thing of it is, is it can be passed down. So... If we take sexually transmitted diseases, you know, the the stories in the homeopathy books is, you know, a virgin marries her husband who has been around town for some amount of time, and she was healthy, but then after intercourse with him and after being married, she starts having hormonal problems and starts having heavy bleeding and starts having that... um, she, we don't know if she got the disease or not, but what she did get is the secondary effects. And her health became undermined because of... But it also gets passed on generationally. So if there's, so syphilis is another. So syphilis was much more prevalent in the 1700s, um, 1800s, but it is still current today. There's still over 100,000 cases a year diagnosed in the States. Um, syphilis, its primary effect is like a canker or like an ulcer on the surface, but its secondary effect goes into progressive degenerative neurologic disease. Wow.
0: Um,
1: And that can be passed on. So you will see some people that would have um, what we would call syphilitic tendency. They tend to be incredibly brilliant But at the end of their life, their brain starts disintegrating. So symptoms of multiple sclerosis or Guillain-Barre or other kinds of uh, neurologic diseases or bone destruction diseases, these are all kinds of symptoms that are in the syphilitic terrain, if you could say.
0: How long, what's the timeline here from exposure to symptoms to real major issues, you know, down the road.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, usually in gonorrhea, you're going to know within two weeks if you have it, and then you've got to go get your antibiotics, if you can say. I mean, there's homeopathic remedies for the acute state. Um, but then probably within two or three years, you might start noticing the second, whether it's a rheumatic condition develops or hormonal imbalances, And certainly there's an energetic taint that happens in the system. And the the reason I'm talking about um, these in relationship to these programs is at the cornerstone of survival of humanity is fertility, sexual relations, pregnancy, right, and the new babies being born. And so how would you... Um, want to ensure viability of your offspring? How would you want to or is it possible to change the trajectory of, you know, the rates of infertility, the rates of miscarriage, the rates of some of these other chronic diseases? And this is exactly the standing-off point for why we have these programs um, because in the programs... I mean, those are two of the diseases that are in the program, the gonorrhea and the syphilis. But when you take the homeopathic preparation of that, what you're doing is you're clearing that miasmatic burden, if you could say. Wow. means that not only are you addressing your own health, so the woman's health, you know, her hormonal cycle is going to um, become more regular, her eggs are going to become more viable. But what you're also doing is, in your offspring, so the healthy pregnancy one, um, it's going to free the child to not carry the inherited tendencies of the parent.
0: It's so interesting that years ago, this people talked about these diseases. Uh, and I don't know why it's kind of gone away. Is it because a lot of the cases have gone away and, and it's, it's less on the radar?
1: Um, You know, there's a lot of other things that are on the radar. There's a lot of other reasons why. I mean, I don't know that, but certainly if you were to go in... Like, I'm a child of the 80s, right? We all went and got STD tests, like, once a year, you know, just to make sure what was going on. Some people still do that now. It depends on their lifestyle, you know, how much... Certainly when AIDS came out... Um, in the 80s. So I was in college when AIDS was first around and that's why everybody started getting STD tests. Um, And that's actually one of the remedies in the healthy sexuality one because that, um, you know, now we know a lot more about the history of AIDS. We've given Fauci and his relationship with, you know, gene manipulation and turning off immune systems and stuff like that. Um, But... Well, what's your question? Yeah, why why yeah, there's other things so what did come to the surface is HPV, for example. So everybody's getting their HPV vaccine, right? That's a sexually transmitted disease. Right. It actually falls under the umbrella of the psychotic or it's a disease related to gonorrhea. Um and so if there's a gonorrheal taint or what we call psychotic taint, you have much more likelihood of susceptibility of contracting HPV. And more importantly, not about just contracting the HPV, it's that HPV turning and developing into cancer. That's if you have a heavy psychotic taint in your system, normally a healthy immune system would overcome the HPV and you would just pass it on. Genital warts is what that is, human papilloma virus. Mm-hmm. But if it's not passing it on, clearing it out of the system, then it can develop into cancers.
0: What What's your feeling on on that disease? Um, and, and, HPV. Yeah, and from a holistic standpoint.
1: Yeah, I mean it's well. I believe in the sanctity of life, and I do believe that nature has designed diseases for us to help keep us in line with that. Hmm. And certainly, when you start having sexual relationships with somebody else, you also have to have a healthy sexual relationship with yourself it means your self-worth, your what kind of sexual activity are you? engaging in? Is it based on mutual love and respect for the other person? Is it an abusive? Is it S&M? Is it, you know, um, there's so many, I would say, without coming across as moral here, but degradations where we can harm ourselves through intimate relationships if they're not held in a way. And I believe that sexually transmitted disease is there to, um So we also have herpes in the healthy sexuality one, Uh, chlamydia is in there. That these are, if you get those diseases, normally what happens is you're like, huh, maybe I'm going to not engage in sexuality right now until I know how to engage with myself. And there's culturally, there isn't really forums, healthy forums to discuss healthy sexuality, because I actually don't think that humans really know how to do that. Um, you know, certainly from religious histories, it's like no sex ever is the only way to go. But, you know, how do you have children? Oh, then only under marriage. I mean, how do we, or, but what? now we've introduced birth control pill, so you can have sex, you know, the 80s women's live like they were, you know, having sex with whoever, you know, because of the contraceptive I mean, there's just, um, it's a. I would say it's a conversation that we need to have collectively as a society, um, and this, before this even gets into, you know, what's been on the radar more recently, which is, you know, children and school and education into changing your sex before you actually sexually differentiate into what your genetics were to begin with. I mean, that's a whole other level of conversation that, um, one, we don't know if we can address that with the, our programs, but certainly if everybody's changing their sex and no longer remaining with their biologic sex, then, uh, you know, the longevity of human race will, won't will go very far, right?
0: Right. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, it's easy to say, um, you know, no sex, but that's not practical. Um, uh-huh. So it's taking the steps and being mindful of what's going on. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it hasn't been talked about in so long. You know, those two sexually transmitted diseases, and and what's at stake down the road uh, if they're not dealt with. Uh, and I'm not even talking uh-huh. about the spread of them. I'm just talking about individuals who may have them. Um, for you, in terms of FreeAndHealthyChildren.org mm-hmm. um, in, in in supporting uh, healthy sexuality. Where does it start? What's what you, what's your feeling on the starting point there?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you have a sort of vitalistic point of view in life, our sexual energy is really our vitality. Means that we want to get up in the morning and go. Like this is life. It just wants to live, and animals want to rut. You know that's their thing, and humans want to relate sexually, and that is that's a part of like a passion that's just rising up. You have attraction, mutually exchanged. You know, there's relationship there, and when um, but when there's problems in that, means so we'll go two sides of this. Like for instance, um, so within the church, there's heavy suppression of sexuality, particularly in the priesthood. But then that life force energy gets suppressed and comes out sideways. And I know when I first moved to Minnesota, you know, all the stories of the choir boys who had been sexually molested by their fo- the, the priests um, because it's not natural to suppress life force so much. But within the teachings of the church, that's how you had to live your life, right? And the... Um, you know, the, it's basically almost collapsed the whole Catholicism because it's endemic and global, this aberrancy in sexual expression. True, the
0: space... I, I lost you there on the cell connection, it sounds like, Kate. The last What's part. that? Oh, there you go. Yeah, the the last part of what you said, uh, we didn't uh, hear it because of the cell.
1: Yep, so help me out here, what you missed?
0: Um, The very last sentence.
1: Last sentence, that um, the when the life force energy is suppressed, then it comes out sideways and in damaging effect.
0: And how do you mean that?
1: So with the story of the priest, you okay. know, if they're you're taking a vow of chastity and all the guilt and shame about having any sexual experience, um, then that becomes twisted and comes out, in ways that are harmful to the person, themselves, and or harmful to other people. And that's really where our goal is with these two programs, is with the healthy sexuality and pre-procreation. Let me just read this bit here um, to give a context of why we want to go with this one. This is... Sequential dosing of sexually transmitted disease for promoting healthy intimacy, tempering susceptibility to sexually transmitted disease, and activating corrective immunity and alignment towards the divine order of creation potential means that if you clear the miasmatic burden of sexually transmitted disease not it's not only the you have to look at the disease is not just a physical symptom it's also part of the mind and emotions as well and so when you clear that all it helps to orient the person towards what it means to have healthy intimate relationships
0: and there it goes if the relationships aren't healthy um, the activity is going to be potentially reckless, uh, and that's where a lot of problems pop up. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And so what we the 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 target group for that program is, of course, like sixteen, age of sexuality, but going into sexual maturity, and it's also pre-procreation means that if you're thinking about wanting to have babies or trying to find a life partner, Certainly, you know, people fool around and they, you know, it's accepted that you want to, you know, try on a few people before you settle down. Um, but how far does that go? And, you know, sexually transmitted disease is out there and it's one of those things that people think about. And if they get it, you know, like they talk to the person before they go ahead and have sex with them. Oh, yeah, I have this sexually transmitted disease. There's, still, there's so much shame and cloaking even, like, can I stand naked in front of somebody, too? Like, some of these are cultural things. Some of these are, you know, if you were spanked too much as a child, it can affect your sexual confidence later in life, right? So there's um, you know, so many different pieces of that. And then when we get to the healthy pregnancy and fetal development, so now here we have a woman who's already conceived, And um, she wants the best outcome of her child to not carry any of her inherited burdens, if you could say. Mm -hmm. And so this program is aimed towards releasing inherited afflictions for optimal health in pregnancy and liberation of the offspring. By clearing these disease tendencies during pregnancy, increased health for mother and fetus can be achieved. This
0: is called Liberating Miasms and Correcting the Immunity of Your Children. Wow. Um, Learned a lot today. We went pretty deep, um, Uh but it it needed to be done. And the one thing that stands out for me is respect for yourself. And, you know, sometimes people go down a road and, you know, let's say that they're out of a relationship and things change and they're like, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever. But when you get back to it, it's respecting yourself. And mm-hmm. and and realizing that uh, how important things are in your life, and and even just respecting yourself in terms of you know other relationships, physical as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's really the crux of it. Is and if you can think of, we've we've talked a lot about disease as a teacher, and um, you know sometimes there's a wake up call like, oh, I did get this sexually transmitted disease. Let me think about how I'm participating on this way, right? Whether it's just a UTI, which is not really a disease, you know, urinary tract infection, or whether it's something more serious that does have potential long-term, you know, leading to pelvic inflammatory disease or however, um, you know, there are always opportunities for us to keep learning, and that's where, homeopathy comes in, it's helping to walk that, navigate, find that line. What does it mean to live a holistic or balanced life and remedies to help get us there?
0: And and just one final thought, you mentioned UTI. Uh, Uh It's always my understanding that that isn't transmitted sexually.
1: Um, Well, one of, for women, it's often, you know, comes on after intercourse, but it can be as simple as you meet up with a new person and they have their own bacterial balance and you have your bacterial balance. Well, they don't get along just yet. Gotcha. And you have to figure out how to have, you know, um, adapt their bacteria to your body and your bacteria to their body. So it's, um, so in that process, you can end up with a UTI um, as a part of that. Yeah.
0: So we're out of time. Um, what's, What's the best way for somebody to learn more, connect with you? Uh, Mm -hmm. Is is it go to the um, freeandhealthychildren.org site?
1: Freeandhealthychildren.org. You can find out about our programs there. um, Under the Parents Start Here, all HPX programs, and there's just a little blip describing them. And certainly you can reach out to any of our practitioners. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking that this is a program for you, you want to have the healthiest children you want to release them from inherited conditions anyways yeah it's a good place to start
0: excellent uh kate great talking with you today uh a little deeper than usual but a conversation mm-hmm. that uh needs to be had because nobody's having it <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and lot lots to learn from it thank you so much for being here today
1: okay thanks steve
0: thank yeah. you we'll be right back Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet?
1: Are we there yet?
0: Roles change without us noticing, and in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, Visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP. We help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.